32 heroes and iconic villains of the Marvel Cinematic Universe will compete against each other to determine the number one hero and the number one villain. This is the Multiverse, Multiverse of, of March, March Madness. Madness. 32 villains. 32 heroes. One champion of the multiverse. Now it's time for your host of the Multiverse of March Madness Tournament. Join them as they discuss the latest results of each round of the tournament. Showtime, a-holes! Ladies and gentlemen, we are here for the final week of the 2023 Multiverse of March Madness Tournament. So this is going to be the last time you hear this awesome, awesome intro theme for the last time. So let's give you a second just to bask in it. All right, that was long enough. This is your first time listening to Earth 894. We are a Marvel podcast where every week we dive into the quantum realm to pull out what's latest and greatest in Marvel news, rumors, give some reviews and the occasional interview in the MCU multiverse. My name is Devin. I'm one of the co-hosts here, and you're going to hear from our team on the panel here in just a second. So uh, before we get into that, make sure you follow us on Earth 894 podcast as well as subscribe and give us a review. We love those. To my virtual left, always coming through the portal at the perfect time with either uh, hand to lend or sometimes just a sandwich. It is the Louis Tannerini. How's it going, Louis? It was really hard to hear you over the intro music, and all I heard was, or maybe a sandwich, Louis Donnerini. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you're in for, man. Uh, is it going to be a person or is it going to be a sandwich? It's a new, uh, new uh, trend. I, I guess, man. Call me Experiment 625. Uh, I'm good, man. You know, I was a little disappointed by the whole TikTok of it all on the tournament but we'll get into that but other than that i'm I'm okay i'm good man well i hope uh you know it's all lessons learned right always improve and everything but i feel you on the little bit of that but we will get to it later like you said but cool man now making his return since i think one of the first few episodes of the she hulk review series we had going on go check it out all the way from a galaxy far far away all the way by the Shire and other type of pop culture areas and realms. It is the one and only Michael O'Rear from the Stark Wars podcast. How's it going, man? What's going on, guys? I am so excited to be here. You know, I am here in person, but I kind of hope and wish I was here in per- in sandwich even. So uh, honored to be here with you, gentlemen. Excited to talk about it. I feel like I have a fun perspective coming in on this because um, I actually... Throughout the the Multiverse of March Madness, I have not been voting as myself. I didn't fill out my bracket as myself. I have had my three-year-old son do all of this. And unfortunately, uh, he does not have the vocabulary to join us here on the podcast. But um, I, I will I will speak for myself here today. You know, I was actually tempted to be like, does your son want to make an appearance at all on the episode tonight? Uh, I'm sure it's probably past his uh, bedtime too, but I, I love that perspective. That's uh, that's just so great. I'll t- I'll talk about something I thought of for next year too, but glad to have you, man. 
Um, before we dive into everything, I know uh, you talk about Star Wars, talk about some other stuff too, but uh, you on your show, I was uh, fortunate to be a guest on recently for a Mando discussion, and you asked something that was pretty cool. What is something you recommend that you're watching or anything like that, right? So what would you recommend right now if people are trying to catch up on Star Wars, Bad Batch or The Mandalorian? Listen, um, the Bad Batch is I feel like the Bad Batch is like if you're a Star Wars fan, you're watching the Bad Batch, right? Like, I, I feel like I don't have to come on here and preach to people to watch the Mandalorian, right? Um, Mandalorian is what it is, as it always will be. It's fun uh, Star Wars content. But I think people do need to be pushed to watch the Bad Batch. And I will admit, I'll be the first to admit, um, the first half of the season wasn't the best. But the second half has already trumped what we've seen from the Man Mandalorian thus far. Um, I said it uh, before on my podcast. I think the finale of Bad Batch is better than anything the Mandalorian has provided this season. And uh, if you're looking for more gritty Star Wars content, dive into the Bad Batch. And I also will say, based on some of the storylines in The Mandalorian, um, I think you will be pleasantly surprised how connected it can be. Well said, man. That was good. I should have timed that because I feel like that was a perfect like, like 45 to 60 <laughs> second uh, take on why you should watch it. That's cool. Um, and I will yes. say I uh, got a little persuaded. I was like, you know what? After being on your episode, I was like, I really need to actually go back and watch The Bad Batch. And I'm glad I did because I left off right when it got good with the metamorphosis, with the Zillow Beast and stuff. And it's been a good thrill ride ever since. Awesome, man. Good Thanks stuff. for the spill. So what we like to do on this podcast before we kind of uh, talk about the awesome content and the final results of this year's tournament, we like to just kind of warm up a little bit, especially when it's a little bit uh, frigid still at the end of spring here. But the way we do that is with this awesome segment we like to call MCU for you. Sung by not yours truly, as we uh, grammatically figured out last time, but sung by the incredible Louie. So, Louie, what has been MCU for you? You know, I was trying to think, and I, I, I got nothing. Uh, I've been feverishly checking my email because... I was so nervous about this, this Iron Man as a scroll comic cover Funko Pop and how I was not going to be able to get it because I don't understand how Funko Con or Funk Con or whatever the hell it's called, how that works. And it was just on Funko.com the other day. And I was like, oh, and I like hurried up and I ordered that and I got the tower red and I ordered that. And then I was like, you have, I, I think I did said this last week. If I, didn't here it is if i did just bear with me and i had like five dollars left for free shipping so i got a zombie strange that was on super duper sale for like six bucks so i've been looking every day like has it shipped yet has it shipped yet and it it just hasn't and then yesterday it's like oh yeah it'll be there tuesday it's like let's fucking go so uh yeah waiting on those i'm trying to get all of these comic covers uh Hannah, my lovely wife, Hannah, pre-ordered the Spider-Gwen comic cover that dropped on Monday, Target exclusive. I, I'm not even taking any chances. Just pre-order that motherfucker. It'll get here when it gets here. That's all I care about. But like a uh, like like a crackhead, I go on Target.com every day to see if any stores have the Hawkeye or the newer Wolverine comic cover, Funko, and they don't. It just says sold out for pre-orders and they'll 
be released sometime. And that drives me nuts. And then also like a crackhead, I'm on Instagram and they show different, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like leaks for Funkos. And they're like, there's another Wolverine coming, man. Eventually here's it is. Here's the number. You just, it's going to be a Funko exclusive, something, something Canada Toys R Us's. And I'm just like, I, I, I just, I need to have it. Show it to me. Show me that it's real. It's on, I'm, I go on every day and I type in Wolverine and it gives me the centennial, 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 essential, whatever. The big robot from X-Men with a little Wolverine and the freaking comic cover that I already have. Oh, oh, it's so stressful. Just get this guy Wolverine, guys. He's asking for it every episode. But um, yeah. That's been about it. I don't think I have watched anything, unfortunately. It's been busy somehow. Well, man, with all the the tournament and work and everything like that, too, it's not always easy, and that's okay, too. But hopefully you'll get those uh, pops you've been trying to get because you're pretty much close to having a full collection with those comic book cover ones, right? Yeah, my goal is one day when I'm old, they'll be worth money and I could sell them for magic beans to go up to the clouds or some shit. <laughs> Grandpa went up into the great <laughs> town in the sky. Well, that's awesome. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's turn over to you, Michael. What has been MCU for you, man? So not not quite MCU, but, you know, I know Devin has not talked about Marvel Snap enough on the, the podcast, <laughs> so I will fill that void. Um, I, I am a big Marvel Snap guy. I have uh, really gotten into it, and I've gotten so nerdy about it, actually. What I've done is I started a spreadsheet to track my wins with certain decks to figure out which decks get me the most wins, which is about as nerdy as it gets. Um, but I am, I am really enjoying doing that. It's a lot of fun. Like, uh, it's almost like my own, uh, multiverse of March madness, right? Like I have standings and they're being seated and, uh, you know, <laughs> what I have realized doing this is it's kind of a crapshoot because I'll play a deck and then like, you know, somebody will retreat after like the first round and I'll be like, does that count as a win for this deck? I don't know. Like I didn't have enough time to beat them with it. Uh, with that being said, it has been, a fun way to track my progress and uh my best deck apparently is my movers deck which is one that i never really used uh, it wasn't one of my favorites but having uh having done this i found out that that's what's getting me the most wins so uh devin i'm very excited to take you on with it one day when, when you will play with yeah me. i've totally forgot there's a battle mode all the time because i still have yet even tried it out with playing it against anyone but that's interesting you say a mover has been your most like successful deck because for me i think it's always been I mean, it changes every time the meta changes, whatever. But like, I've had the most success with last season with the discard deck I had, the Hella discard. Um, but then this season, I've been struggling. I, I I'm still at like level thirty eight on uh, the ranking and everything. I don't even I haven't even gotten any good luck, so I kind of gave up on this season. Um, what What's your current rank? Uh, I, I got up to seventy five, and now I'm back down to sixty one. Wow. So, uh, 
yeah, I know it. Like as soon as I got to seventy, it like I it just started to fall, and there was nothing I could do about it. And I thought like being able to track which decks get the most wins and using those decks that do better would help, but it clearly doesn't matter. The matchmaking is very weird to me. I don't understand it. Yeah, it's based off of like rank and your collector level too. It's it's. I think they're trying to tweak it, but that's interesting. I uh, the one thing I do like about this is even if you go way way back down, you can still claim those rewards when you hit them. You don't have to wait till the end of the season, which is great. Uh, so that way it's not like stressing about having to keep it or else I would probably not play this game. But also you should check out, I don't know if you already have, but like some of the like snap.gg and a couple other snap deck games or online sites. I think they have a thing where you can actually track all that stuff you're already doing in a spreadsheet on the website as long as you make an account, which is free. Because I see a lot of people track by like average cube count by game and it's wild. But there you go, guys. Uh, check out a move deck. Let's Let's see. What is your favorite card? so far i promise this isn't going to be the marvel snapcast i'm just curious yeah it's a tough question i've got a couple um the watcher is one that i have and probably the one that i use the most um i think being able to see those locations early is is very good but yeah i I think the watcher that's what that's what i use the most nice nice i think for me it has to be a devil dino just because i love that big point increase at the end um even though it's like an abuse card and everything but you know what i love me some dinosaurs so deal with it all righty uh can i can i go off on a tangent well not a tangent i just have a question go for it. have you watched that uh the moon girls show on uh louis did you say you did a little bit i've probably watched it the same way you watched it where my son asks me to play it for him and we listen to the soundtrack in the car and everything and he really enjoys it. It's, I tried watching it on like my lunch break at work because it's Marvel and I want to actually know what's going on, but it's very much not for a 28-year-old man. It's very much for my three-year-old son. So (laughs) I like watching it with him. And then when he asks me questions, I'm better at, uh, I'm better at knowing, but. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of the episodes. One of them, there was Childish Gambino playing in the background. I thought that was cool. Uh, but yeah, I've seen a few episodes. The first one I've watched about 70,000 times at this point. I Actually, I asked because I hadn't watched it, and I wasn't sure if I should watch it or my son should watch it. So I think that answers the question. That's funny. Watch it together. That's how we did it. By the by, the tone and enthusiasm by Louie's voice, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> I yeah, totally I enjoy it. I mean I enjoy it. It's just it's um, you take it at what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. I I like the, it has the same kind of style as Spider Verse, but like it's just not for adults or people over twelve. <laughs> I do enjoy it. Funny story. Not that you've asked, but now that it's on my mind, Henry has a book called Snow Day for Groot. And uh, in the book, it's like Groot's having a snow day, pretty self-explanatory. And then they have different heroes all throughout New York or whatever. And as we've been reading it, you know, who's that? Who's that? And sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't know. The other day, my wife was reading to him and he goes, Mom, that's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. And sure as shit, they're like standing there on, on Capitol Hill or something. I was like, oh, my God, that's wild. So I I didn't even know those were characters until I think it was uh, Straw Hat Goofy on TikTok. I saw him talking about it. And that's when I learned that that was a show and it was Marvel and all that good stuff. 
I didn't know about it till Marvel Snap. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Which is why I asked. Yeah, I had no idea. I thought it was just a character you never really hear about. And I was like, oh, whatever. And then I listened to like the Marvel podcast. And I'm like, oh, hey, this is his new show with this new character. I was like, oh, wow. That's that's wild. So it's kind of cool. The real question is, is it canon? Please don't. <laughs> yeah, she she's she's making it onto the uh, 2024 Multiverse of March Madness tournament. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> is she a scroll? That's what I want to know. No, she's not. <laughs> hey, baby, we're scroll watch is coming soon, June twenty first. Allegedly, no. we're getting scrolls, man. <laughs> Get ready. I'm gonna have tinfoil hats for that episode every time. New hat every time. Before we close off, MC, for you, uh, what I did, um, I've been diving into this show on Hulu. Almost done with it called Extraordinary or Extraordinary. However you want to pronounce it. Have you guys heard about this show? Mm, describe. So it. basically, um, it's funny because. It's a, a world where everyone gets a superpower when they're like 18, but it's it's a comedy. And so like some people can like the the protagonist, her mother can like control technology, but she's still bad at it. Like when a mom's like, how do I touch my iPhone to make it do the things I want? She can actually literally control electricity and electronics, but she can't figure out how to use a remote. Um, her The girl's roommate in the show uh, can channel any dead person. So at one point it gets a little morbid, but... Uh, the girl's down because the whole point of the lead character, she doesn't have her power. And she's like in her 20s and late 20s. Her younger sister just got her power at her 18th birthday. And, you know, she's like struggling with being a normal human in a superpower world. But they call up and summon Hitler. She's like, let's 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 give Hitler shit uh, to make you feel better. Because when her friend like channels the dead people, she ba- they basically take her over. And everything so they speak through her and everything with her voice and yada yada so they kind of one of these funny things and it's just hitler's like kill me again please just do it it's it's funny it's a really good show so i highly recommend extraordinary if you want just some like imagine the boys but way way like no violence and it's actually just funny and it's just a hopelessly hopeless person <laughs> uh trying to make it through and find themselves so it's a good time would recommend if i wanted to watch a hopeless person i would just throw on a gopro we're not you know the boys without violence. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All righty. Well, what we are going to be talking about, though, is the final week. We got the final four, the elated everything, but we have our champion decided, essentially, for this year's Multiverse of March Madness tournament. So it is time to get into the madness of it all. Boom. You looking for this? I still don't think he's going to be a scroll, by the way, but we'll say that for a different episode in early June. You say scroll or you say variant. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> a variant scroll. All righty. So this past week, you know, it's been pretty pretty fast action. I mean, we had our group stages uh, from our A and B groups of heroes and for villains and everything just kind of wrap up finally. And so we got our winners decided for the finals of all of those. And so basically what it came down to uh, leading up to the final four and everything, we had Thor going up against Spider-Man for group A. Then we had Scarlet Witch versus Wenwu in uh, Group C, so first group for villains. And then also for the heroes, we had Dark Strange versus Shang-Chi. And finally for the villains, Green Goblin versus He Who Remains. The people who took the leading spot in these groups going into the finals, we actually had Dark Strange going up against Thor, and then He Who Remains going up against Scarlet Witch. And, you know... Some of the predictions we had in the early uh, early stages of this tournament was kind of leading to a lot of these people 
making their way into the finals, but we're maybe hoping for some upsets here and there. And we almost got a couple. Being one of them, we got Doctor Strange, the reigning champion from last year's tournament, just barely defeated Thor by one vote, which I had Thor going all the way. Now, Michael, you said, uh, like you said, your three-year-old son made his tournament bracket. He's been doing all the voting and everything. Remind me uh, and our listeners, who did your son have as being the winner for the tournament? Uh, this is pretty crazy because the top two that he had selected were Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch. And he has Doctor Strange taking it all. Um, you know, Multiverse of Madness is his favorite movie. So it does make sense. Um, you know, he calls uh, Doctor Strange is Doc Doc Stain and Scarlet Witch is Mommy, which is also how <laughs> I like to refer to her. So um, I will say, though, I'm, gonna, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to go against the, the child here <laughs> and say, uh, you know, g- give me Scarlet Witch here. Nice. <laughs> Overall. Mommy. <laughs> he's not wrong <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> oh man uh yeah that that is so great um dr strange you know we didn't have um the opportunity to really see what the true matchup between strange and scarlet witch was going to be uh when we did the tournament last year but now we did with multiverse of Menace coming out and everything so it gave a little bit different perspective and i think it really did factor into this year's finals what to get to in a moment but um louie what did you think of the matchup between strange and thor did you think it was gonna be this close no i thought strange was gonna run away with it um i've been preaching the entire time we've been talking uh i'm the only person that likes thor love and thunder and i thought that was going to affect his ratings and it didn't he still plowed right on through he beat spider-man so i think i think spider-man had a better chance of beating dr strange but since thor won against spider-man uh since thor won against spider-man we didn't get that opportunity but one vote is is crazy yeah i i went on record last episode saying that my prediction was uh, between Thor and Loki, because they had that matchup uh, close towards uh, the end of the group and everything, I thought that was going to be within like four or five votes of each other, the deciding factor. But you called it, Lou. I was totally wrong. Loki got demolished by Thor, and that really intrigued me. I, I, I don't know. As he should. <laughs> I really thought Loki would have at least had a greater pull for that. I mean, it's he's arguably one of the best MCU shows to date is Loki. He's made it so far as a villain to a hero and redeeming everything. So I totally thought, you know, it might give him some leeway in this tournament, but I was wrong full in my judgment. Um, Michael, what do you think about that? Did you perceive that being a close match between the two as guardian brothers? Or did you kind of think it was going to be a landslide for either one of them? Yeah, I guess it depends again. Like, uh, I, 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 bet, I bet you guys have a better uh, track record on how people are voting, right? I feel like, uh, kind of like Louis said, if we're thinking of like, you know, the quality of content that has been released for these two individuals, I think Loki wins by a landslide. Um, but, uh, you know, I think Thor uh, wipes uh, Loki up and down the parking lot all day long. So, uh, yeah, I guess it kind of depends on where people were coming from. And both, you know, there are both ends of the spectrum there where one has better content and the other has better powers. And uh, so it doesn't, uh, it wouldn't, it's not necessarily a surprise that it would be a close vote. There you go, man. Well said. Um, 
and on the flip side too, in the villains, you know, um, one thing that I was kind of uh, surprised by, we had a matchup between Agatha Harkness and Green Goblin, which two pretty popular villains from Phase 4, and that was just barely a f- within a couple votes of each other too, favoring Green Goblin versus Agatha. So she, I thought she was going to be able to make it out against that matchup and then face off against He Who Remains, but ultimately it was Green Goblin. And then he got demolished by He Who Remains. So it feels like the semifinals and everything uh, really turned into like, you know, depending on who wins here could have actually beaten the one who is like more favored in the following matchup. But a lot of it was actually the opposite. And so it just kind of, I think gave an easier decision matchup for people to vote into uh, for like, you know, for example, um, if it was uh, Spider-Man versus strange versus if it was Thor versus strange, like Louis point, I think it could have, uh, dramatically change the outcome of who is actually going to make it into the final four and into the finals but mommy is a color i think she's just so damn powerful i mean she demolished everyone i don't think there was a single matchup she had that was closer than like 30 percent of the fan vote um against her or anything it was just like she's a favorite she's we know she's powerful and everything um it's just kind of remained to be seen who could actually take her down. Now, she obviously did make it into the finals against Doctor Strange. And Strange being our winner from last year, who we originally thought was going to lose to Wanda, but we were wrong in the voting. This year, she comes back for vengeance on the opposite side. It's like she, uh, um, if you guys watched Ted Lasso, when Nate leaves, um, oh my God, uh, the team and he goes for West Ham instead and now it's like you know what I'm not going to be with you I'm against you and that's what's going on with Wanda and Strange in these finals now we'll reveal the vote in just a second but I think a lot of people can probably infer who actually won this matchup but uh, before we reveal that Louis who were you going to take out of this were you putting your money down on Strange winning again or was it going to go to Wanda being our new victor well Devin I'm glad you asked uh, in my tournament my final four were uh, Thor, Doctor Strange, Wanda, and Sylvie. I actually had Sylvie coming out of that end. Uh, but that being said, I had Wanda beating Sylvie. I had Strange beating Thor because I voted with what I thought people were going to vote for. I would never pick Strange over Thor in my own heart of hearts. Regardless. Uh, So the finals were Strange and Wanda, and I had Wanda winning it all. That was my prediction. I thought Wanda was going to go further last year, but there was this big purple dude that uh, trounced her ass. So, um, or maybe Dormammu. I don't remember. She got got fucking stomped. No, she was on on the good guy guy side last year. Mm, Spider-Man, maybe? I don't remember. But... That being said, uh, I I did pick Wanda to win it all this year because in the Doctor Strange movie, which is uh, Michael's son's favorite movie, I've learned, uh, she kind of whoops his ass over and over again. And then, like, he needs America Chavez and his dead self and a bunch of zombies. And, like, it wasn't him that beat her. It was, like, 74. 70- freaking people against just her 
She took out the whole Illuminati by herself. She was badass. She's fucking. I mean, she's awesome. She's incredible. Everybody loves the Scarlet Witch. Michael's son calls her mommy, and he's not wrong. So, yeah, give me her. Yes, that's a good point. And I'm going to bring something up in a moment. But uh, Michael, like you said, <laughs> I can't stop talking about mommy. Uh, what do you think? I mean, what was your uh, Final Four prediction, or your son's rather, uh, for the Final Four going into it versus what you were thinking? Yeah, so uh, little Mikey came very close as well. He had uh, Doctor Strange versus Thor, and then Scarlet Witch versus John Walker. Wow. John Walker, it was a little unfair. John John Walker ended up there because he thought he was Captain America the whole time, and I was trying to explain <laughs> to him it's go. not Captain America. <laughs> I think your son just uh, made Louis Let's better. go. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like he's like every time i'd show him the picture he'd go cap cap i'm like that's not cap but okay he's on <laughs> uh but yeah so uh yeah we uh, again uh you know uh, uh nostradamus little mikey the third came up with uh, uh dr strange's scarlet witch in the final two as well uh he did pick dr strange here's the thing i i laid it out with the thor versus loki thing you know it comes down to quantity ver- or quality versus strength and the unfortunate thing about this matchup is Wanda has both. Um, she has WandaVision, which was a big fan favorite, and um, she wiped uh, Doctor Strange's ass in uh, Multiverse of Madness. So, um, and, and here's the thing. Actually, with all the people, and I'm trying to remember correctly at the ending of the movie, I don't think they even beat her. She gives up, right? <laughs> so it's not even like uh, she, she ended it for herself. And I don't think there was any other way to end it. Uh, I think uh, Scarlet Witch is maybe uh, aside from a new villain introduced in this new phase, uh, probably the strongest person in the uh, MCU altogether. So uh, if Scarlet Witch isn't the winner here, I'm going to riot. Hashtag mommy. So I do I do have to say a couple things here. First and foremost, John Walker was Captain America. He was. <laughs> That's the first thing. Second thing is you you said that she wiped his ass, which is hilarious. <laughs> Go ahead, Devin. <laughs> There's no better way to describe it. <laughs> mommy knows how to wipe. As, as, as a yeah, as a potty training dad, I'm sure you know all about wiping yeah. his ass. <laughs> oh yep. man, there's so many weird things we can go in this direction. I think we're gonna have to call it a different <laughs> spectrumist podcast over here to help us go through all this weird mommy's <laughs> issue. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Um, okay, so guys, let's let's reveal it here. So surprisingly, Strange has fallen to the Scarlet Witch. The potential nexus being herself with uh 22% of the vote going to Strange and 78% in Scarlet Witch's favor. She has won the 2023 Multiverse of March Madness tournament. Let's go. Mommy has won the mom. So yes. it is uh official, guys. And I'm kind of you know, I kind of am excited a little bit because uh the way I'm equating this to so um the only kind of sport I've really been into, not so much anymore, but like I was in college was League of Legends. Um, like the esports, watching it every year and all that for like the worlds and yada yada. But I kind of I always fell out of it because it was like the same fucking teams are always winning the same time all like Korean teams in China all the time. And it like as an NA fan didn't really work out. So sometimes I think about that across sports where you see like what is it like the Lakers or 
whoever else is always in the NBA Finals. The or, Lakers suck, man. Or maybe whatever those teams are. So I think sometimes, like, whereas we're really predicting this tournament, you know, going off of Phase 4, obviously that excluded a lot of kids like big staples in the MCU, Iron Man, for example. But we did have Riri Williams, but she's earlier in her infancy of like being a character and hero and everything um, and not like a veteran like Steve Rogers, Captain America, or even the Hulk and all that. So when we see the people who are the veterans like Strange and Wanda and a few others in this tournament, we're like, okay, gives you a pretty safe bet. They're probably going to go into the end again, but are we going to get the exact same result, Strange winning again? And, you know, how does it work? So... I'm kind of curious. Let's let's go back in time. Let's say this tournament is open to everyone in the MCU, regardless of phase or whatever. Who do you think could actually be the one, and it could be hero or villain, that could take down Scarlet Witch? If we feel like she is the strongest, who is really the worthy opponent for her to take her on and actually bring her down? So I, I kind of hinted at it. Um, if there's one person that I would I would bet on, and I think it comes down to what you consider this person to be. Um, you know, we had he who remains in the draft, but I think if you had Kang as a, a threat entity in and of itself, whether it be all of his uh, uh, variants, uh, you know, I think what is to come with Kang would have the ability to stop Scarlet Witch. Does it count? I don't know. But um, he seems to be by far the most powerful and it comes from his connection to the multiverse and his communication with the other variants. There you go, man. And I think that's going to be a big difference for next year's tournament because now we finally did get King the Conqueror essentially in um, uh, Quantumania. So now we do have that version and not just he who remains. And it's going to probably only keep expanding too as we get more stuff throughout Phase 5 and all like that. But there you go. I like it. Now, Louie, you brought uh, a certain person to the table here. Please introduce us to your uh, grimacing purple uh, friend here. Oh, the Mad Titan himself. Thanos could definitely take her out. But... We did see her wipe his ass over in, uh, in uh, what was that? Uh, Endgame. Infinity War. It was Endgame. You're right. It was Endgame, which was fucking awesome. So, I, I you know, I kind of regret bringing him out anyway. Uh, in the MCU itself, some people that didn't make the list this year, Iron Man, the Hulk wasn't on there this year. Uh, but if I had to pick one person to take out the Scarlet Witch, it would have to be Alexei Shostakov, the Red Guardian. I think he is uh, stronger. He's better. He's got a better beard. He's ferocious like a lion. And um, he's got a shield. What is she going to do? Everything that she throws at him, shield. So give me the Russian Captain America, Alexei Shostakov, to take out said uh, said lady. <laughs> Scarlet Witch, mommy. Yes. Mommy. There you go. So, uh, you know, the John Walker prediction isn't too far off. If you get Red Guardian going against him, taking the victory. Um, if I had to throw someone into the ring, I'm going to cheat here a little bit and say one person who I think could probably bring her down might actually be Captain Marvel. I think there's a power of her that is untapped that potentially could actually fare her pretty well against, yeah, Scarlet Witch. I forgot now because we keep calling her Mommy. But on the flip side of that, we did see, you know, uh, Rambo's version of Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel in the Illuminati totally get destroyed in kind of a weird way. But I think, I don't know, I almost feel like there's a naivety or argument that can be made saying that those characters, although they are strong and beat Thanos, you know, on Titan, they aren't as strong as the 616 characters. But, you know, say that for another day. But if I want to really throw in a puzzle here, and I'm curious what you guys think about this suggestion, could Vision 
the OG Vision actually be the one to take her down because how much it was hurting her in Infinity War to actually like rip out the Mind Stone and essentially kill Vision so Thanos can get his hand on the stone. Could there actually be a battle here where he wins because she can't she can't do it? I do want to say real quick, uh, Captain Marvel versus the Scarlet Witch would be legendary. But if we're doing it in our tournament, Scarlet Witch is going to absolutely demolish Captain Marvel. Everybody hates Brie Larson. Everybody except me. But that goes without saying, I like most things. And then you also asked about Vision. And I feel like in the MCU so far, if you put any person or being or anything in front of Billy and Tommy singing the ice cream song, Wanda is going to fucking dust them. Just, it's not even going to be close. So Vision, she loves Vision, but if Vision's standing in front of her kids, gone. You know, I really liked Vision and then he... Got really not great after a while. So uh, give me Wanda 10 times out of 10, nine and a half times out of 10. Nine and three quarters. But that's just that's just me. If I had to pick someone to beat Wanda, it would be Billy and Tommy themselves. She's not going to kill her kids. But uh, I am interested in hearing what Michael has to say because I know he dressed up as Vision and his wife as Wanda for Halloween this year. Oh, there you go. Or last year. Yeah, I, I feel like, uh, is that a cop out to say like she couldn't do it? Like, I feel like the question is like if they had to. Um, I think either way, I, I mean, Wanda's got like, I think Wanda takes vision all day, every day. I, I think you are yeah, right. She does. I, and, I, and I think Louis said it best. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, I think Louis said it best that like if, if we're going with that comparison, Billy and Tommy could beat Wanda, you know? And, uh, I don't know if we want them winning any brackets anytime soon, at least. We'll see what's come with those characters in the future. But yeah, you know, like I said, just give me Wanda all day. You know, this kind of made me think of, uh, uh, I'm sure everyone's familiar with Ice Climbers from, um, you know, Smash Bros and everything. I feel like that's uh, the the characters you play as, as one person, uh, is it kind of a cop out because you could lose one off the, the table, but still play as the other one, but you don't lose a life yet. So I kind of feel like that'd be kind of Billy and Tommy's if they were in like a Smash Bros setting. I just think of it like, oh, you lose one, but you still get the other. Plus it's got powers. Still got that a little bit, so even though their true power is probably singing that fucking song. Oh, man, that's great. Nobody plays as the Ice Climbers. They're terrible. They're so hard to use. That's why. Nobody uses it's a, It's a skill cap, man. You got to have the right skill. That's all it comes down to. Do I play the Ice Climbers? No, because I play Captain Falcon, because I am a little bitch, and that's the only person I've been playing since the <laughs> 64 days and just Falcon punch. Anyways, uh, please F-Zero game when. So, uh, yeah, guys. Wanda, she took it. Now, I guess this is the question for next year. A little bit of a speculation here. We are just entering phase five officially with Quantum Mania. There's been a bunch of delays going on, and now we're finally hearing a little bit more that Secret Invasion is probably coming out on June 21st, and then Loki season two in the fall. But the remaining movies we do have this year are going to be Marvels, as well as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, year after that, we're going to get a couple things, but who knows at this point. So that's why I'm not mentioning anything. So for next year, if we were to continue on our trend of like phase five and maybe a little adjacent because it's not going to be over by the time we do the next one, do we see Wanda making a return to the 2024 tournament, which pains me to say the number out loud? Or do we feel like it's going to be a totally different character set because of where we're at and everything? Or do we just bring everyone to the fold, do a little bit of a pre-secret wars? What do you guys think on that? Louis, what's... Uh, 
what would you think? Bring Wanda back as a reigning champ, or do you think it's time to let some rookies into the tournament? I love the idea of just having a brand new tournament. However, I also love the idea of someone being able to defend their championship. So even if she's not in phase five, I feel like I'm going to bring her back with a one seed because she's earned it for winning the the tournament this year. Um, usually I just go by who we've seen in the last year or in the last phase or whatever. So next year we'll have people like Cassie Lang and Ant-Man. And, but if, there's, if it's only the three movies and we get nothing else, I'm not going to just put make make a tournament of of a bunch of people from the same movie all fighting each right. other that would be that would be lame i am super excited to put modok on the fucking tournament next year but uh you know you're gonna get scott back you're gonna get carol back you're gonna get the guardians back it'll be difficult to figure out if i'm gonna use the guardians of the galaxy or if i have to go star lord here and drax over here and rocket over there and Gamora. Warlock. that would be annoying yes adam warlock i don't know i i've been doing very well avoiding the trailers for guardians of the galaxy volume three so i don't know if adam warlock is going to be on the hero side or the villain side uh but i know you and i went through spoiler territory because i couldn't figure out who the bad guy was for the movie and it ended up being someone i've never heard of or have never seen and it's okay uh, it was the Living Tribunal, I believe his name was. And he was the guy from Peacemaker. But for next year, you can almost lock in that Wanda will be the one seed on the villain side, along with probably Kang the Conqueror. There you go. Nice, man. What do you think on all this, uh, Michael? Who would you want to see as a new competitor in next year's tournament? So I have a couple ideas, and I, I want to gauge your interest in this and, and see how willing you are. But because I, I, I see the struggle that, that's on your plate, because, again, we're we're very likely going to have like half the content that we did last year. Um, it's going to be a little harder to shake things up. Um, now, my pitch, if I if I had to, would be um, it, uh, change the theme. Right. We've been running with heroes versus villains. I think there's a couple other ideas on the table. I think you could do a rivals championship. Would it be a, you know, one person is paired against whether it be someone they're up against a lot, their personal villain, or maybe their underling, something like that. Or you can do all stars versus rookies. And I think you could have Scarlet Witch on one side, and then you could have somebody like Billy and Tommy on the other side uh, to be the their rookie counterpart. So I think there's a lot to play around with here. And uh, either way, I, you know, the conversation here, um, I kind of want to see like Billy and Tommy together on. Uh, I, I don't know how well they do, but uh, it'd be it'd, it'd be interesting uh, to see what matchups they fall in. I like that. We can. Uh, I, I I still want to tell you around. I think for next year, if doing like almost like a little uh, like. In the middle of the tournament, we'll do um, like a little like 16 bracket tournament, right? A mini one. And we do like a rookie league or something. But Billy and Tommy, let's throw, I don't know, the fucking, uh, some of the kids from Love and Thunder on there, like um, Axel, if you guys remember Heimdall's son. <laughs> let's get freaking uh, Korg's face, random things like that. You know what? Here you go, Louie. This is your chance to bring him into the tournament. The fucking dumpling god that I think is the stupidest fucking thing in all of MCU. You can bring that little dumpling god into the tournament i hope someone eats him what about what about howard the duck Duck's fine pink wax shout out shout out to the mr marvel's minutes podcast howard the duck i could do an entire bracket just of all the weakest characters 
Or we do a bracket where it's only people who don't have powers. So we get Happy Hogan. We get like, um, oh. we get Ned, maybe, because he can kind of do the portal now. So maybe MJ, we get freaking, um, I don't know. We could we could have some fun but with that. But does like Iron Man fall on that? Uh, I think. I was going to say Iron Man solos, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I think it has to be someone, uh, people who have never given the title of Avenger or like have ever been like a major villain or something. We have some fun ideas. I need to kind of spin it up. Maybe next year is the fun year. Um, but I think who we could do from Iron Man is dumb, dumb E or stupid or idiot. His two robot arms. We could throw them in the tournament. Give me fury. Fury wins it all. People without powers. What are you going to say, Michael? Uh, no, I think that's a great idea. I think another one, if I had to, if I had to pitch it, because I did, I, I threw something up on my Instagram one time where I did a, you know, it wasn't, it was basically a pick your team, right? And I picked everybody that could possibly be considered a young Avenger, and that includes people that are technically young Avengers in the comics, people that could be considered uh, young Avengers that weren't technically in the comics um people like totally off the wall like baby Groot right I think that uh it would be fun to see a young Avengers bracket but the goal is not necessarily like fight like who would you want your young Avengers team to be and like the final eight would be like the young Avengers and then mm. we see who wins from there that's pretty cool I like that I think if I had to change it which I probably do have to change it uh next year I want to do an MCU versus non-MCU so be everyone that we've gotten the MCU so far, Wanda, Iron Man, Steve Rogers, Captain America, the whole get 16 of them versus Wolverine, Venom, the Fantastic Four, uh, Magneto. That'd uh, be interesting. Morbius. Morbius like solos. So <laughs> did I say Venom? You said Venom. Okay. At first, I, th I thought you were going down the DC rabbit hole and like That's having like Batman, Superman, and then you could have like the boys and Invincible. You know, there's a lot of uh, kick ass. Oh, <laughs> what's kick ass versus uh, MCU um, uh, Quicksilver? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> versus Craven the Ooh, Hunter. There we go. Trifecta. That's what we do. The variants of all the people who've double played, double dipped. Tangerine. Also, my only request, if I had to pitch someone for next year's tournament, Louie, I already know he's going to win the tournament regardless, but I'm just going to say it as a courtesy. Veb. Veb better be on the bracket because time to drink the ooze, baby. <laughs> going to be great. Oh, that's the guy. Okay. guy yeah. I was like, who the, who the fuck is he talking about? That's the guy with yes. holes. I have holes. I have <laughs> holes. You saw how he. I mean, he I looks kind of powerful at the end. Yeah, you saw so. how he fucked up people. <laughs> we thought yeah. he was done. So yeah. So I'm not joking when I say he's solos. <laughs> he he was basically polka dot man from the uh, <clears throat> from the Suicide yeah. Squad. Oh man, he just started shooting polka dots out. I'm a fucking superhero. I mean, I know <laughs> you both have seen the James Gunn Suicide Squad, right? So I would yes. say. Um, Yes. This is a fun little exhibit match here. Could Starro defeat Wanda, Scarlet Witch? No. God, no. Don't think so? No. I think Captain America takes Starro. Ooh. I mean, uh, Captain Marvel. Ah. That's what I meant. She'd fly through and just... Pew, 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 pew. And if Wanda can beat Captain Marvel, then transit the property. Although, the bracket hasn't necessarily turned out that way because it should have been Spider-Man versus Doctor Strange if we are going that route. Yeah. And Spider-Man Exactly, because he beat him by <laughs> math, man. Didn't he knew to use the power? He just used yep. to use his head. He'd be the doctor. 
Well, you know, I will say I'm a little uh, sad that Wong didn't make it all the way into the finals and win. No Wang the Conqueror, unfortunately. So a little bummed, me and Tommy. I'll be okay for next year because we're going to get scrolls, man. We're going to get all the scrolls on the tournament. That's going to be the next time. Now, one thing I kind of thought of for Wanda, because we've talked a lot about how it's hard to really beat her and everything 1v1. But let's say, I don't know how you, Louis, correct me, is there a term for when it's like a type of like wrestling match where it's one versus everyone? Like, that, that would be a handicap, handicap match. match. Oh my God. How many people are usually on the team with the more most people against the lesser team? Is there a... More than likely, it's one versus two or one versus three. Or two versus three. Okay. So let's go this route. Let's say one versus three. Who are the three that you guys would select to take down Wanda or the Scarlet Witch? I would take, yeah, I would take Thor, Doctor Strange, and uh, I don't know, Vision, I guess. Captain Marvel. What am I talking about? <laughs> Thor, Captain Marvel, and Doctor Strange. I think they, I think they fucking annihilate her, to be honest mm. with you. Who would be calling the shots on your team? But that's that's three people. <laughs> Holy shit. It's a lot of power. I missed your question. What what did you ask? Uh, I asked who would be the the leader, the team captain for your trio. Um, in my mind, it would be Thor. In in real life, nobody would listen to anybody because Miss or Captain Marvel doesn't listen to anybody. Thor certainly doesn't listen to anybody. And Doctor Strange doesn't listen to anybody. So it's not a great team, but it's a great three people together. Against a common enemy. There you go. Uh, and that was a trick question because I had a feeling none of them would actually listen to each other or take orders. So I'm glad you uh, now are on the same uh, wavelength here. But uh, Michael, what were you going to say? Or uh, who is your trio? Yeah, uh, you know, to be cheeky and convenient, I'm going to say the Marvels. You know, Ooh. give me give me Miss Marvel, a Spectrum, and a Captain Marvel. Um, you know, I think truly, uh, I think the two of them would be a distraction for Captain Marvel to finish off Wanda, but uh, that's all you really need. So <laughs> there you go. I'm glad you said that. I was like, what is, what is, what is Kamala Khan going to do here? <laughs> yeah, no, it's just I'll like, it. it's not even like a, an obstacle, really. It's basically just like a couple second distraction for Wanda, you know, just get her, her head turned for a second. Oh, it could be quite literally. She could be the, the scapegoat in that too. And they do <laughs> yeah. all the heavy lifting and, you know, three entered and only two came out. On that side, give me, give me Kang, Thanos, and Infinity Ultron. I think they could beat her. I, I, I always forget about what if because it's just. I mean, you really got to see two of the most powerful fucking people. I mean, honestly, I think even not even need the trio. I think Infinity Ultron probably could take Wanda, and plus he looks like Vision too, so that's even harder for her to probably uh, grapple with, um, literally and figuratively and emotionally and sexually, whatever you want to describe it as. But sexual, yeah, mommy's gonna have a hard time. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was great. Awesome, gentlemen. Well, any final thoughts on this year's tournament? Was there a favorite matchup you had? Was there something you were totally surprised about from a win to a loss to anything at all or anything you want to vent your frustrations on your brackets that maybe had some uh really uh disappointing ends to their run? I do I do want to ask Michael a question. Over in over in DC, the most famous people in DC, no questions asked, Batman, Superman, right? And those two that when they fight, either one could win. It, realistically, Superman's going to win, but Batman always finds a way. 
through the tournament, I kept saying that Icarus was Marvel's Superman and that Moon Knight was Marvel's Batman. So do you think that Moon Knight in any way, shape, or form can beat Icarus in a fight? So to go back to the original question, uh, the fact that uh, there was somebody that I was super disappointed in losing was Icarus. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a huge Eternals fan. He is the Superman. And I think he takes like 28 people on this bracket very easily, including Moon Knight. Um, I think he should have been in the top four. Um, and I can't wait one day for me to come on the podcast and defend this character along with the film uh, itself. So I look forward to it. I, I look forward to the debate that we will have inevitably. There we go. Um, I think it'd be funny, too, if we did a because we have a lot of we have a lot of downtime for the first time in a long time, at least for the Marvel content shit uh, for 2023. I think we should try and do a type of rewatch um, and we'll definitely have you on for that one. Icarus, I feel like he could take most people, but I feel like he was very not strong in the Eternals movie. Maybe that was just me, but he was like hitting these deviants with the big old laser beams and they just kind of, it was like they were being annoyed more than they were being hurt. Now, I've, I've heard you say this before, and I think that's more of a case for the deviants. I think the deviants are very powerful as well. With that being said, just like Wanda... Nobody beat Icarus. Icarus beat himself. That's fair. Flew right into the sun. I don't know. And is he actually dead? Maybe that version of him is dead? Because, I don't know, my understanding, and this is a loose uh, understanding, I feel like, because they keep doing this whole, like, you know, go to a planet, help it, whatever, blah, 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 blows out, new baby. Every time we saw these Eternals, well, these Eternals that we saw, are those the same ones doing the same thing over and over again? Or is it like they get destroyed in the process and then their consciousness gets, like, redownloaded into their weird device body I, I don't understand the rules of it all just yet so i kind of wonder is it possible for us to get icarus back again well it is the mcu so uh <laughs> you made a good point there and if that doesn't work they can find a thousand other reasons to bring it back so <laughs> yep and the points are all made up but they don't matter it's all connected well cool guys so like i said this has been one hell of a tournament this year. It's been fun. I want to give some massive shout-outs to everyone who submitted a bracket. We will be revealing the winner of the gift card very soon, and uh, we'll be doing that on the next episode or live on Instagram, most likely. But we'll do it soon. We'll make sure the winner gets their uh, proper reward. But also, I want to give a massive, massive, massive shout-out and thank you to uh, Louie for being the mastermind, the game master, the watcher, the supreme being, the one who uh, remained on top of all the TikToks and everything, and et cetera, names. Thank you so much for making this work and seeding everything because it's always so good to have someone who knows what the hell they're doing or else I'd be like, uh, I don't know. Spider-Man sounds like he should be number 16, right? It's a, it's a bigger number is better. So thank you, Louie. So... I, I do want to take a moment and just complain a little bit because that's what I do. I, I complain. And the I have a video, the Elite Eight Green Goblin versus He Who Remains. It's got 1,004 views and three votes. And me and my wife are two of them. And it's like, I don't know why. I don't know if it's you just can't vote or if people just chose to not vote Thor versus Spider-Man Thor's got three votes and it's only three votes Scarlet Witch and Wenwu had nine total Wenwu only got one so I don't know if if voting on TikTok is just not 
the thing to do or I don't know. So I'll say uh, I always voted on Instagram, but there were a couple times I came across the TikToks and I tried to vote and I, it wouldn't, the functionality would not work for me. I don't, it, I couldn't vote. So um, again, I didn't do that with, I think I did it tried twice and it didn't work. Um, so I think it's a possibility that that, that feature is just crap on TikTok. That would explain that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Maybe there's a bug that happened in like an, a recent update because, you know, we had so many people voting pretty early in the tournament. And then it's like, okay, why is it that we're the huge, most important matchups and now we're getting all these views, but you know, the votes don't make sense. Um, so that's actually really helpful, which I think also is a good point to bring up guys. We're still just two guys and some helpful friends and everything doing this on our own, figuring it out and trying to make it better, better each year we do this. Um, so one thing that would help us do a better job and hopefully make it more fun and engaging for everyone involved, uh, you guys included, is give us feedback. What did you like? What did you do? maybe not like what would you suggest to do differently and anything above that umbrella or under that umbrella would actually make a huge difference in uh all of our lives and we'd actually really appreciate it too uh so anything you want to let us know please feel free to reach out to us in a number of different ways um you can always look in the show notes we have our email address listed there there's a contact form on our website uh you could just chat with us on instagram twitter facebook whatever uh we're pretty social guys on there so we would love and we welcome with open arms, like Creed said, your feedback. We want to know. So please let us know. Yes. Not the office, Creed. I'm talking about with arms wide open. Yeah. Creed said with arms wide open. Uh, I, I want to take a second and just thank you guys. I think it's very, like both of you, uh, this was a massive undertaking. You did an incredible job. I think it's, a, uh, you know, there's not a lot of stuff like this for people to participate in that like don't necessarily like sports and uh, you made it feel like a sport and uh, as somebody who doesn't like sports uh, I really appreciate having this for the entire month uh, I think it's a wonderful thing you guys are doing and uh, you know you should uh, this should be your full-time job because you're great at it thank you <laughs> well thank you so much man if we could make a full-time job out of that oh my god <laughs> we get some crazy ass tournaments but thank you man it really does mean the world um, and also Thank your son for us for being our youngest competitor, <laughs> yeah. as far as I know of. Yeah, um, that is pretty awesome. It, it really did make my day when I saw that, and I'm pretty sure I sent it to Louis too. I was like, "Dude, his son's doing a bracket. It's amazing." <laughs> uh, so, anyone who did a bracket this year, we really appreciate it. Thank you for so much for tagging and posting us and all of it. Um, it's been such a blast just seeing everyone's unique takes, and we got a lot of cool, different outcomes. It wasn't just the same kind of winners all across for people's uh, brackets, and that was awesome and refreshing to see. So. Thank you all so much. We love you 3000. Even though that is a little outplayed sometimes, we really and truly mean it. You know, you know Devin, now that the now that the tournament's over, we have like a month or so until uh until Guardians 3. We may have to get together and watch Morbius together one of these days. <laughs> Why you, <say> that? <laughs> you owe you owe the fans. You owe the 10 people that like that <laughs> that got that post. We're going to have to watch Morbius and review Morbius again. Oh, God. It was a commentary is what my dumbass said. Oh, yeah, we're doing a commentary. (laughs) And I can't even say, like, sorry, guys, I was drunk and I should have made that because that is clearly never going to be a case with me at all. So I couldn't have used that excuse. So Speaking of, did you guys see the, I think it was Fandom, made a really funny poster saying Morbius 2. It's Morbin time that they posted today for April Fools. Yeah, with Venom and everything. I saw that. I think I think you posted yeah. it on our on our Instagram. It's pretty great. You should actually go see it. It's not a bad poster. I'm not gonna lie. 
Well, awesome. Well, thank you all so much again. Before we head out, Michael, what are you guys up to with Star Wars right now? What's been the podcast latest things? I know you talked about Star Wars and all that, but what else are you guys covering? And also, where can people uh, check you guys out? Yeah, uh, we are the Star Wars podcast. We cover all things Marvel and Star Wars. And sometimes we go off the rails and talk about things like The Last of Us. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of different nerdy content. Um, currently covering The Mandalorian with weekly recaps. Um, and you know, after the Mandalorian here, we will also have a bit of a break and we'll be doing a lot of different fun things. Um, we are starting in the early phases of considering and thinking about our next trivia tournament, which Devin won last Ooh. year. So, um, we will see how that goes and maybe we can, uh, get, uh, the counterpart of earth 894 on there and oh, Louie, so uh, even busy. though you would, you would <laughs> hilariously fail at the <laughs> star Wars side. Um, but if you don't check out the podcast, uh, at the very least, uh, hit us up on Instagram at Stark Wars Pod. Uh, just like these guys, we love interacting with people. I try to post polls and fun questions and updates and all kinds of good stuff. So um, we would love to just have you a part of our community, even if you aren't a podcast listener. Oh, man. Thank you, man. I would do so badly at Star Wars trivia. It'd be so funny, though. That's, oh. You know, let let us know and we're gonna we're gonna do a training montage we will film it of oh. me training louis for the star wars like some karate do, kid do shit we'll do it i actually get prepped i am like because last time it was kind of it wasn't super planned it just was kind of like you know through a bunch of people uh wasn't super advertised but i think this time i do want to go all out and like you know make it very competitive uh have some trash talking there online i think oh. that'd be fun we gotta get you a skinny <laughs> mic <laughs> let's go oh bring it on man let's uh let's do some horrible acting and everything and behind the scenes and be like the wd uh, or like behind the Sarlacc scenes pit. Oh, God. Uh, tatooine uh, <laughs> fucking job of the hut uh. <laughs> that's that yeah that's an adjective not a verb guys uh but yeah, that's about the extent of the star wars knowledge that i have Oh, don't forget Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. Darth Maul's breath. I, I mean, <laughs> if we were a Star Wars podcast, Louis, that would 100% would have been a shirt by now. It would have been Darth Paul, Maul's brother. Or like, it'll be Darth Maul's family tree, and we'll see Darth Paul, Darth Saul, Darth. I don't know if there's any other words like that or names. I don't know. That's exciting, Michael. So, thanks again for being so much on uh, being on, I guess, on tonight's episode and everything, sharing your takes and everything. And, um, Tell your son hi for us. Will do. <laughs> well, thank you all again. This has been Earth A94. This is the wrap-up of our 2023 Multiverse of March Madness tournament. Be on the lookout for more stuff. Uh, maybe some little odds and ends here or the tournament as we go on for the rest of the uh, spring, recapping some stuff. And uh, like I said, please, please, please share your feedback. We'd love to hear it. And so be on the lookout for our uh, uh, winner of the gift card for the bracket posting coming up in the following week and everything of this episode's release and we'll be sure to be dropping more mcu content very very soon so see you guys next time bye now she wiped uh dr strange's ass in multiverse of madness